0: everybody. Welcome into an Action Sports Jacks Pylon podcast. Brett Martineau, Dan Hicken, and a victory Sunday will lead into a victory Monday for the Jacksonville Jaguars, 31 12, in dominating fashion over the JETS Jets. Jets, Jets. It looked good on Sunday. Bounce back after a pitiful performance against Tennessee, Dan.
1: Sweet Jags of
0: mine. Boop, boop. Boom. that was beautiful. That's appropriate, by the way, with the Red Sox heading into October. There you go. There you go.
1: Yeah, I – you know, look, it could have been a lot worse. That score was about as close as it could have been because – and that's why Doug Brown has their attention. They didn't finish a lot of what they should have finished. But if your quarterback throws for a career high – and you have over 500 yards of offense, and you hold the other team to under 200 yards of offense, you should destroy that team. But Held turn- the ball
0: for almost 38 minutes.
1: Three turnovers, and yeah. And you know what? They pounded the Jets in that first half, too, didn't they? Those long drives, but they didn't culminate in touchdowns. Three turnovers. I hate to nitpick. It's, it's a good win for them. I mean, it's a good win, and it has all their attention setting up for next week, but let's focus on this week and talk about this victory, and you have to start with number five because it was Bounce Back Sunday for Blake Bortles. He looked at better than he did against New England, and we talk about this every time we come out. I, I would say in the last 20 games Blake's played at least 10 times, I think I've come out and said that's the best he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. So – Yeah. It shows the improvement that continues with Bortles, which is a great thing for the Jags.
0: His decision making on Sunday was fantastic. Even we yes. could see that. Yes. Like I mean, we now we don't know what goes into a lot of those decisions, but you could tell. They were looking downfield. He stopped a couple of times. The James O'Shaughnessy play to me really told a lot. We even we're said it.
1: Remind people that one the, because they probably end of the forget. first half, yes. it's third
0: and 15, third and fourteen, right. and we said right before the play, just throw one down the field, and if you get it picked off, right. who cares? It's right. a punt. Well. You could tell they were looking deep, and I can't remember if it was Chark or Cole. He was, well, he was covered up. He was loading up. He, to, he yeah, actually loaded yeah. to go. And he's like, oh, that's not there. Dumps it to O'Shaughnessy about 10 yards down the field. O'Shaughnessy makes a guy miss, picks up the first down. That leads to the TJ Yeldon touchdown. Those are plays that he wouldn't have made in the past. And I, I think uh, the other thing about this game is. All the short passes. Yeah. At times, you know, especially in the early going, he, he had 11 for 11, as 15 for 16 at one time uh, to start the game. There were short passes, but we're not complaining about the game plan. I do believe that was the intent last week. They didn't throw it and catch it well. If they move the chains on a couple of those, yeah. Instead of getting a batted pass here or a missed uh, throw or a missed uh, or a drop pass. Maybe some of those drives materialize against the Tennessee Titans. They certainly materialized here against the Jets. And then the down the field stuff started to get open. They stayed aggressive like the Patriots game. Um, so, again, I, I, I think this is more about, hey, can Blake and these receivers execute some of these things? And if so, it will look like that, and look at the way it did against the Patriots. If they don't, it can look very much like it did against the Titans.
1: Well, he was 11 of his first 11, and then his first incomplete pass was not one of the best plays of the day because he was dead to rights. He was getting sacked, and he somehow wiggled out of it and threw the ball out of bounds. It was a great play by Boros, but he had a lot of great plays. He had that early run of 23 yards. Was it 23? 23. And that I, I, always I was on a scramble when, play. Uh, yeah, I love when he does that, though, because I think it gets his – juices flowing and gets him going, but he, he threw the ball very well today, and there were some downfield passes, I mean, um, and, and and you get two guys over, you know, you got a 67-yarder to Dante Moncrief, Austin Safarian Jenkins had a nice 21-yarder, um, D.D. Westbrook had some catches, but certainly they went back to the bread and butter, which are those crossing routes, and the Jets, for some reason, chose to try to play man-to-man. I'm not an expert, but I thought the Titans maybe played zone more last week, and kind of passed off the guy as he went across the line and so I thought, I thought that was more effective but it was a really solid performance on a day where they didn't run the ball particularly well again. I mean, quite frankly, I think T.J. Yeldon did have a couple touchdowns, but I think he had 18 for 52, which is less than three yards a pop. Yeah, they had a couple of nice Leonard runs. Leonard got hurt again.
0: A couple of first down runs, so I mean, they came at opportune times. Uh, one more thing about Blake. I yeah. thought he made three really good throws. Okay. Like, really good, and uh, there might be more. Well, the one, to
1: Moncrief, for the, sure the one to
0: Moncrief is yeah. a tremendous pass, and, and that's a play that I think is so big, because I think that's the play that Two years ago, he doesn't make. He had thrown an interception off a batted ball in the third quarter. Uh-huh. They had fumbled the snap. That was Tyler Shatley's fault, but they had fumbled. So things aren't going well. Right. Well, old Blake, things continue to not go well. Yes. He comes back and he throws just a perfect pass to Moncrief and he goes for the touchdown. Earlier in the game, he had a 21-yarder to Safarian Jenkins. Kind of put it in between two defenders. 21-yard pickup. I thought that was a great play. And then there should have been a pass interference. I think it was against D.D. Westbrook. In the second half, he dropped it right in the bucket on the sideline. Yes, the defender pulled his hand down. They didn't call it, but it was a great pass. So, I I like for a guy that can't throw the football very well, according to most, and he's had his fundamental issues. Mm-hmm. He threw seventy six percent completion rate Ooh. on this day, and he threw some really really nice passes. It wouldn't have mattered if the back of his jersey said Brady, Rogers, Rivers, whoever. They were really good passes. So, uh, a lot to like from the Jags. Well,
1: he's, you know, he's thrown for almost 1,100 yards this year, which, if you do the math at the quarter pole, times four would be almost 4,400 yards for the season, which is uh, up there in high stratosphere. So, uh, And he's got seven touchdowns, I think, right? And so, three picks. Yep. So, the only thing that bothered me today were the bad balls again. He had three yeah. of those. So, he had six in the last
0: two. He's got to fix that. But that's the windup. Yeah,
1: it right. Is the wind that's up. when he gets along. Yeah, because it gives the defensive lineman a chance to see and time it. And that's but, a problem
0: because three of them had been batted up in the air, air in the last two weeks, picked. and uh, most of the one got picked, but most of them are going to get picked. Norwell made a great play on one today to yes, bat it down. Yes. So yeah, he's got to do better on that because that's going to cost him.
1: Yeah, um, but there's a lot to be a lot to build off with this with his victory. And I like how they bounce back. I think we chronicled before the game on countdown to kickoff, Doug Marone, seven and one in games after losses yeah. now, eight and now eight and one. So uh, an impressive win for, uh, for the Jaguars and for Marone. And they were ready to play today. And yet in the locker room, there was, especially on the defensive side with those guys, there was a lot of angst. They weren't happy, made too many mistakes, too many penalties. And I think Marone reminded him that after the game as well. So, um, a lot to clean up heading into a, a game where you're going to play the competition being much better in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I, I think let's talk about that a little bit more. Marone uh, was angry, you could tell after the game. Yeah. I think he hit it on the head, though. I think he's right. They were the much better team. Right. This is a great thing for Marone. They win, they win handily, right. they look good on some facets, a lot of facets. Uh, you get the fans back into it, people sure. energize around here, but you also go to your team right after the game, and on Monday when you look at that film and say, what are we doing here? We're not
1: winning the Super Bowl playing like this, and isn't that why we're here? Yeah,
0: nine penalties. They are one of the most penalized teams in in the National Football League. He's
1: getting tired of it. They're getting
0: tired of some of the big ones, stupid ones. Gibson had a dumb one today. Um, And then... You look at the missed tackles even on a couple of plays they'll couple, against yeah. this defense. Uh, yeah. For this defense, even the littlest thing, they'll point it out because they want to be so good. And then the three missed ops on the picks. Tayshawn Gibson had one. Boye holds. Uh, Ramsey had two hands on one in the end zone. Right. And it was a pick six most likely by Boye down near the goal line. So you kind of like that this team stays hungry even in a dominating win. I think that's a they good thing for this football team. They are
1: to give up that touchdown. The Jets on their touchdown drive. Started on the Jaguar 5-yard line. Yeah.
0: So. And they were excited about being on the field even during that. They were yeah. like, hey, I don't yeah. care if we just turn it over. That's yeah. fine.
1: We're going to go stop them. They were a little miffed. Third that. down,
0: they had a miscommunication play, yes, it looked like.
1: Yes, they did. But, oh, I mean, look.
0: Hey, now we get next week. Next week should be fun.
1: Oh, it should be great.
0: I can't wait. I don't um, know what to expect either. I mean, this Kansas City team is on fire. Yeah, well, I'll be play watching on Monday, night.
1: on Monday night and see how they do against Denver. At Denver, but, right?
0: Yeah, but young quarterback against this defense, I always like that matchup. But this quarterback looks special.
1: He's good, He's and he good. has ton of weapons. Yeah, it, it's this. The first quarter's over. The Jags are three and one, and that's important. Uh, the second quarter might be the toughest quarter of of, of them all. Um, three road games in essence, although London being yep. the home game, but at Kansas City and at Dallas, you got you know you're deep down. You're hoping for a split. You know, you want to get a split. I would think on the road. Um, you want to beat Houston here. Got to beat Houston can here. Can you get the Eagles now? Because the Titans got the Eagles, so you hate, you know, that's a big win for Tennessee today. Houston's uh, the in most overtime. important
0: game of the month. Yeah. They can't go yeah. 0-2 in the division.
1: Right, right. Good point. So, um, and, and what do you do with Leonard Fournette? Yes. You know, what do you do? do you, you, sit set in, you just basically say, Leonard, look, get well. Don't even talk to me until you're ready to play. Have, play the second half of the season, we'll be fine.
0: The only thing I wonder, Dan, uh, the only way I think about playing Leonard Fournette is if they feel like him being a decoy of sorts back there yeah. helps them that much. I, I doubt that's the case. Well, they
1: gave him a ball an awful lot early, well, eleven times yeah. in the first like fifteen minutes, eighteen minutes of the game. It's kind of odd, but it, they they did do that, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think you got to let him get. Help. Yeah, you just
0: got to let him sit.
1: If he tweaked the if he comes back all, for the Houston game, yeah.
0: Right, yeah, this is the way Hammies are. I know.
1: I don't care if I see you honestly, check back, forget October, I'll see you in November. Let, Get you bring, well. let
0: me bring up something silly to you. Yeah, uh, all right, so Leonard, say you're going to sit Leonard for a month. Mm. Do, you, do you have any entertainment value on Le'Veon Bell?
1: Do you want to sign him to a big deal? Let's only wait. I mean, I you guess can't you rent trade him, for him for a and year. Just use him for this year. Yeah, I, I'm talking like that. I, I don't know
0: about signing them for a long term. I don't think they'll do that. They got. They, what are you going to give
1: they, up to get Le'Veon Bell? I don't know. I'm
0: just asking. Would you give stuff up?
1: Well, what are you going to give up? You can give up a second-round pick?
0: Well, I'm not giving up a player in a second-round pick. I round mean, listen, pick, they're not going right? to do
1: this, so I, it's, but it's fun. I'm
0: not giving up a second-round. I, I don't know what you give up, but if it's
1: – Well, it's Are a, you
0: entertaining? Are you thinking about it?
1: Boy, you got such a good team. <laughs> I would kick it around in the office, sure. Why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Pittsburgh, by the way, wants a second-round pick and not a player, player. Not like a good player. Yeah. Um, but, so I, I'd say it's unlikely. I just wonder. I mean, even if Leonard's healthy in November, it's not a bad thing if you have Bell and Fournette, is it?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, so I, I just wonder because, listen, when Fournette's out of there, these next four games – they're easier to game plan for. I don't care what anybody says. Right. T.J. Yeldon is not the power back. No. Corey Grant's not a featured back. No. And I think it takes away
1: what Grant's strengths are and Yeldon's strengths are. Well, we talked a little bit about one of the things that Jags really worked on in training camp was a two-back set. Something Haven't seen they, it they, much. They, they, they figured that, you know, the strength of our football team is probably Fournette, Yeldon, and Grant, as opposed to our young receivers and getting them acclimated. And, and so let's really work on that. And they did. But I think it's Fournette and somebody. It's not Yeldon and Grant. It's Fournette and yes, one of the other two. I agree. And so when Fournette's out, they don't really use that. They did that it whole, once today. Yeah, and that whole package kind of leaves. So I think that's a little bit frustrating for him as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I, it's something to watch. Hey, what did you think of Marone going for two? Yeah, I was, I, I was
0: okay with it. Is that a message
1: it. to the Jets? Is that a, is that a I do middle it. finger to the I Jets? I do believe it.
0: When people asked after the game, first of all, at – in our postgame show, I was like, "Listen, this isn't a big deal. People aren't going to talk about. It. Well, I was wrong. Everybody's in New York. Mm-hmm. Immediately, they were talking about it. And, and when I went to the offices uh, to, to, just to pick something up, right. even the people talking Jags after the game, were like, so did Marone say anything about the two point conversion? Everybody's asking <laughs> two point conversion. And so, re- my opinion is yes. He he got he thought he got screwed by the Jets years when he quit the Buffalo thing. Right. And, uh, to
1: people for, who don't know. So he left Buffalo. He opted out of his contract, which he was able to do, but he was opting out because he had it. He thought he had the inside track from what we understand. He had it on pretty good authority. He was going to get the jets job. Yes. And then the day he was interviewing with Woody Johnson, who was the owner of the jets at the time, uh, one of the New York daily news sports writers wrote a scathing article with sources, uh, in quotes, because, the New York Daily News sports writer clearly did not want the Jets to hire Doug Marone. And then the story goes, and this is not, no one has ever said this is what happened, but the story goes that when Marone met with Jets ownership, they had the article, and basically were going over the article instead of interviewing him. Yeah. And so it went badly. He ended up not getting the job, and the rest is history. Ended up coming down to Jacksonville, coach the O line. So could there be some bitterness there? Sure, there could be. Sure, there could be. But anyway, regardless, but, what does it matter? And I do
0: think – see, I I like that part about Moreau. Yeah. I think he's got a good memory. Yeah. I think he likes it. I, I I will say this, and I've believed this before the Jets game even. If they're up on Doug Peterson and the Eagles in London, yeah. they'll do the old fake punt and score another one or whatever. They will do –
1: and I, then he I, could say, "Well, we didn't want to sit on the ball. You know, anything could happen." Oh, he'll NFL. say that. That's fine. But
0: <laughs> but hey, you know what? I think the players will like that about Doug Marone. Yeah, I think guys will like they're competitive, and I think
1: uh, I, no I think they do it. that. I, I got Doug, well. Listen, Doug I also
0: better. understand why Jets fans probably aren't But this is the NFL. There's no running up the score. No. That was it's kind of dumb in that regard. Um, but this is definitely I, I do believe there's something behind it, um, and Doug Marone will have to uh, write a book for us to probably get it on full authority uh, that that's the case. Uh, but obviously, New York media not happy. Uh, Marone not happy because his team didn't play extremely well and clean. And uh, there we go. Jags against KC next week. You'll be there. Have fun eating some barbecue. Thank you. And it'll be the best game in the National Football League, I think, next week on paper.
1: On paper, for and sure. And
0: Nance yeah. and Rome will have the call on CBS. So uh, they obviously feel similar too. Uh, let's switch gears and go to the Gators. Yeah. And the Noles get a win. Miami yeah. gets a win on Thursday night. Georgia gets a win. Hey, college football is back. It's back. Here guys. in the southeast. Uh, but really a good win for the Gators. Uh, I Puff. think Gator Nation loves it. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it means, but I will say this for Dan Mullen. Uh, hat tip to him. He did a good job coaching that game. I think he's really coaching up Felipe Franks. Yes. And, uh, they they Dan, they're playing hard, and they're playing tougher. The, their offensive line and defensive line – didn't it look tough
1: the first few uh, weeks? They looked tough for the last two weeks. I think the best way to put it is this, Brent. After the Kentucky game, I honestly thought that the Florida Gators were the, at best, 12th best team in the SEC. Okay? Um, after watching them beat Tennessee and now beat Mississippi State, both on the road, I think the Florida Gators are back up into the 5-6-7 area in the SEC. I think what Gator Nation is excited about is they see an improving football team. They see a team making some plays offensively despite only scoring 13 points. Um, there's a lot to work on. But you're right. It, getting getting a little bit more physical, understanding what Grantham's doing. A safety blitz to end the game was uh, a wonderful way to end it with uh, Donovan Steiner, I believe, coming right up the middle like he was shot out of a cannon and just drilling Nick Fitzgerald.
0: <laughs> yeah. Talk about an so,
1: exclamation point. Yeah, that was uh, that was beautiful. And... To go on the road in Starkville where you thought Florida at the beginning of the year, you didn't think they had a chance. No. After Kentucky, you knew they had zero chance. Um, and to go there and get a victory is is great. I mean, I, we talked about the Mississippi State-LSU uh, back-to-back games, and the idea was, can Mullen steal one of them? Well, he just did. And guess what? Now you got one to play with. you got a nothing-to-lose game at home, crowd revved up, national television, 3-30, Hey, go see what you can do.
0: Yeah, what this did to me is, is it avoids the disaster month, which was which had potential because of the oh, schedule yeah. in October, and it also uh, it, it also puts them in a position where they could get to an eighth win, which well, would be a good season. Too. I mean, and listen, they're probably again, bowling now for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, beating Tennessee was important. Uh, beating Mississippi State means yeah, they're in the hunt for a, for a decent bowl game. Yeah. So
0: I'm still not a. I'm still not really sure what they are. I do feel like, if I'm being honest, uh, I feel like. And this is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got fortunate. The guy drops a ball at the three yard line, which oh, would have sure. been a touchdown. Sure. And they dropped a pick at midfield, yeah. which might have even been a touchdown. If yeah. not, would have been close. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, Fitzgerald was really bad. Like I, I thought he was better than that. Not a good so, throwing quarterback. No, so really bad. So, uh, but that's fine. They go on the road back to back and win games. And
1: did you see improved? I think
0: LSU's better. Um, LSU is better. LSU is. Better. Do you know they're only like a two and a half favorite, two and a half three point points. favorite? Yeah, yeah little surprising to me
1: LSU is a better football team and right now a better program and they have a better quarterback in Joe Burrow look Felipe Franks is getting better though Felipe Franks how about this Felipe Franks was not the worst quarterback on the field Saturday night so you know Felipe Franks threw for 200 yards one time last year all of last year he's done it three times in five games this year yeah that's kind of improvement um and and it was efficient yesterday yeah he's not a running quarterback uh but there's some good things Again, the Pierce kid got in late and he runs hard. Tough, tough runner. It was a Lamichael Piron had a 55-yard night as well. Um, just a good win, very good win for Florida. Good for Danny Mullen to get that W uh, and 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 see what can happen against LSU. He deserves a big crowd at the Swamp on Saturday. I hope the Gator Nation shows up in mass and and sees if they uh, helps uh, uh, Florida football and see if they can, you know, if they win that game, you know. Oh no. What do yeah. going on here?
0: I'll tell you what, there's life in Gainesville because you got Tebow and that 2008 team coming back right. as a 10 year anniversary right. for that. You got to win. You can get riled up 3:30 game on CBS 47. And if they do beat LSU, I think where that helps you the most is probably now in recruiting. Now they're recruiting, now people are noticing again. Yeah. You got to beat, people aren't noticing you beat Mississippi State 13 to 6. Right. You beat LSU at home. Um, in the swamp, and it's rocking again, I think people start noticing. That wouldn't hurt on the recruiting trail. They need something like that, like a signature win.
1: That's a good point. Uh,
0: and, they, by the way, they've played LSU very well, even the last few years when yeah. they, they haven't been great. They've well, probably been the underdog. against
1: LSU last year.
0: Uh, so, uh, meanwhile, in, in uh, Tallahassee, they're feeling better about themselves. They got a gift, a, a gimme by Bobby Petrino. I don't know what he was doing. On, uh, late in that game, he throws the ball, they get a pick, and they turn it into a winning touchdown. But they uh, went the down and touchdown. got a touchdown in and, four
1: plays in 50 seconds. So. And that's an offense
0: that hasn't been able to do much.
1: Yeah, they got 28 points, and they let Francois throw the ball, and that's where their strength is. Uh, they, they're they're going to struggle to run the ball all year long. But, again, building off a win from week previous, now you go get a win against Louisville. Now you get to go to Miami. And, and that's going to be a tough one, but you know what? You Before last year, you owned Miami, so – you know, I I think I think Florida State plays better than people will think against Miami.
0: Yeah, and that's a rivalry one, obviously. Yeah. They'll, they'll they'll really go play. Uh, let me ask you this: My thought is he's starting to say, "Okay, this kid can really throw the football." Right. Let's let's put this offense on hold and let him throw the football. Yeah. I, I know it's not completely on hold, but we're yeah. not seeing the East-West stuff no, that you not, saw against Virginia he, Tech.
1: He's not a. I think both Mullen and Taggart have had to kind of make concessions a little bit with their offense. Yes. Uh, DeAndre Francois is a throwing quarterback.
0: He doesn't want to run. No. like the read option's there. Yeah. Well, bu- he's got a busted knee from a year ago. Yeah, I and on want top to of that, either. he came there to be a thrower.
1: Yeah, and he's got a cannon. So let he him does have a great arm. And you got good athletes. I mean Nooney Murray had a couple Finally. touchdowns. You got the big kid on the outside, Gavin, you got Terry, you got tight end. I mean, put those four guys across the line of scrimmage. One of them's gonna be open, you would think. And then sprinkle in Acres. Unfortunately, it's just tough to run with that offensive line, and he he had another tough day running uh, uh, yesterday as well. You got to stay with it. You got to get feed him the football because maybe he can break one. But um, nevertheless, look great win for the Knowles and and move on.
0: I'm uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. Of, at least there's some excitement mm-hmm. in the college programs because this now? was starting to be a disaster. I'd like to bring
1: you down a little bit and ask you what happened to your golf team? Yeah, not good. Because you pumped this up for me. You come in here sporting USA hats. I had bought two hats and a shirt. You, you you got me nothing. I asked you to get me a Euro uh, shirt. <laughs> you did. <laughs> those are ugly. I mean, that was uh, that wasn't pretty. We're talking about the Ryder Cup for those the the, the Europeans. Yeah, it's my
0: favorite up. sporting
1: event. I I had That's sleepless nights. I, I I sacrificed sleep for the U.S. team. Is that on your bucket list, the Ryder Cup? Would you like to go see? Yeah, that I would like to
0: go, but I'm not a. I do believe it's better on TV. Golf's no better on TV. No so, but to hear, I, I would like to go once. Yes, um, so it is on my bucket list. But uh, man, that was disappointing. It was disappointing. I, I will say that I'll give uh, the U.S. team some credit. They, they, at least on Sunday morning, had some life, where you yeah. could at least project. Hey, this might really happen. But I said it from the start in the morning round. Tiger Phil, I'm oh, no, sorry. Tiger Ricky and DJ yeah. Dustin Johnson had to win their matches. All three lost their matches. You can't win a Ryder Cup with those guys losing. Tiger, but I, I mean, I was in. Lo- I'm in love with Tiger from last week. Yeah, um, winning the tour championship. It, it's he's just not good in this stuff. I, I, I don't, He went 0 for 4. I mean, by the way, that's like the biggest choke job. At, when you, Tiger Woods coming off a tour championship, playing really good golf and energized the whole golf world and your team and said, Whoa, what do we, we he might have a good tiger so slowly. Oh, he looked it like looked he was so 75 years old
1: exhausted. I don't, I, it was, it was odd. I'm still not using the exhaustion though. He but, failed. He played bad, but I, I'll say this about Tiger Woods. If he ever does this again, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, totally turn on him. You cannot twirl the club yes. when you drive it in the rough. I know there's no twirl when you go in the rough. That's what. That's what. I thought he was back in it. I was sitting here this morning watching the <laughs> golf, and John Rom had just blown a putt on 16. Yes. And I'm like, like, so Tiger's the now one down, going to 17. Smell blood. Rom's getting nervous. He choked on a little two or three footer, and Rom hits his drive, or, or Tiger, and then Tiger hits his drive like he striped it. Twirls the club. I'm like, woo, fairway, baby. He Isn't
0: was in rough. eight inches of rough. I mean, that's how off he was. What the heck? That's what he kept saying. He said he could, didn't have his fade, and it wasn't fading. But he, like, he thought he hit that well. Yeah. And he was in 10 inches of rough. Ugh, that's how God. bad Tiger was this week. So
1: frustrated with
0: that. I feel bad for Jimmy Furyk. We like Jimmy, and Net, and we I
1: like wish... Spieth, 0-6 in singles match. That's some
0: weird stuff. How is that possible? See, like, I can't explain that. I can explain Tiger. He lost to Thor
1: Bjorn Olsen. Tiger doesn't... <laughs> Here's the deal with Tiger. Tiger never mean, Thorborn? Tiger never if played. If I had anything. another son, I would name him Thorborn. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. That is a great name. And
0: and you'd give him a Euro shirt. And I would
1: call him Thor.
0: Ah, they are ah, then you right? might do that. Thorbjorn.
1: Thorbjorn? Well, I would call my son Thorbjorn.
0: And then Thor. Very good. And then Thor. By the way, I can explain Tiger's uh, Thorbjorn, inability to win.
1: Olsen Hicken. What do you think?
0: I like it actually. Thor kid, Thor just Olsen. Him,
1: just like so a name him Thor Bjorn. Thor
0: Olsen. Yeah.
1: That's a pretty good name. What do you think? That's good. I wanted to get another kid for a while back when after uh, Cooperstown. You want to get That's another, right. Go another to kid go back up there. I'll bring Thor to Cooperstown. You could take Thor Bjorn up to Cooperstown. Yeah.
0: Can I get can I get my tiger point in one more? I'm sorry. What were you saying? You keep interrupting me. I was um, excited about my kid. Thor. <laughs> uh I got one theory I cause, uh, I, I tell Ty, my kid, yeah. the one I have. Uh,
1: By the way, I uh, traded my kid for your kid yesterday. You did. You, you, I guess you didn't sign off on that.
0: No, he hasn't. I I need to see your bank account first.
1: (laughs) 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 Now, what's your Uh, point about Tiger?
0: uh, My my point about Tiger, which I think people do lose sight of, Mm -hmm. why is Tiger so bad in this stuff? Why is he? Why? Because you know Tiger Woods like wasn't allowed to play. On a flag football team or a basketball team or anything like that, as a kid, he has no idea about team sports. Bad
1: theory, Martino. It's He's a ba- the greatest. It's, it's, no. match play player. He won three by himself amateurs and three U.S. amateurs in a row. Who was his teammate? Okay. Oh, okay, you're talking about the.
0: No, I'm saying he doesn't know the. He doesn't realize team sports. Yeah. He doesn't know. He's a huge fan,
1: though. But he's a
0: fish out of water in team sports. I guess. But see, now, see my theory is, look at Jordan Spieth. Grew up playing basketball. He's very good in the team aspect with Justin Thomas, was good with Patrick Reed. Yeah. You know, those younger guys now grow up playing other sports. By the way,
1: a little gossip for you. What's that? Mrs. Reed. Oh, I heard. Stirring it up a little bit. Yeah. On Twitter and such.
0: But see, that was the other thing. (laughs) <laughs> That's why they, they
1: pet Dissension.
0: You know, nobody probably wanted to be paired with Reed, Patrick right. Reed. He's a loner. Yeah. Well, guess who else was a loner for the last 40 years on tour? Eldrick. Yes. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Yeah. His dad made him that way, by the way. No doubt. If you read his if you read the latest book on him, which I, I'm like halfway through, mm-hmm. like Tiger wanted to play like basketball or something like that as a kid. No. Dad wouldn't let him. And I think it really, I, I'm not saying that one moment, but I think the team sport thing he doesn't get.
1: See how much you love the Ryder Cup. See how passionate you are talking about it. I am.
0: I am. We're about done? I think
1: we'll so. We'll see
0: you in two years, whistling straights.
1: And by then, Thor Bjorn will be about 13 or 14.
0: Yeah, I do want to thank the Jags today because last week Tiger lifted me up after the Jags were terrible. Good point. This week, Tiger and the Ryder Cuppers lose yes. and the Jags come up big. That's so good point. I, I I do appreciate that. Or I'd be really salty today because yesterday I was salty. For you? Oh, yeah. I was yelling at Ulms at softball game. Oh. I was mad at everybody. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm happy not to be salty here as we head into a new week.
1: We got a new week. We got a lot coming up. You got your – Salt uh, and
0: barbecue sauce for you this week.
1: Yeah, we'll go to Kansas City. We'll see what happens. Uh, is Weber going to Gainesville? Is that the plan?
0: Gainesville, LSU. We got high school games on Monday. We got high school games on Thursday. We got another busy week. Oh. So, make sure you stay tuned. Not we got to go. Though.
1: Can we not have hot temperatures anymore?
0: Yeah, we're done with the hot. Gosh Almighty! Wasn't bad, what wasn't bad?
2: Second half, actually, uh, it actually got a little nicer down there.
1: I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It was. Uh, I don't know. Wifey said it was steamy. I, I can smell it.
0: Dan from here.
1: Yeah, you should. You I should have seen see Dan there, after the yeah. pregame show. I was dripping. I took it, the jacket off too.
2: I didn't care. I, something rare for me. Normally, uh, normally I go into the lock into the uh, media room at yeah, halftime. Stuart Weber, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Stuart Weber here. If you didn't know my dulcet tones from. Correct. Many years on the Armada calls. Anyhow, um, as I was saying.
1: One time bootleg voice of the Armada. I've never been the bootleg voice of the Armada. You're not the voice of the Armada. The other guy at the other station was. You're the bootleg voice. I'm the radio voice
2: of the Armada. There was no
1: radio last year. How can you be the radio voice of no radio? Oh,
2: no. This has turned.
1: It's not turned. There was no
2: TV either last year, FYI. It was all web streams. And I did one of those web streams. Thank you very much. It's officially turned.
1: Can I get career earnings from the Armada? No, forwards? you can. It's in, <laughs> it's in your pocket right, right
2: now, probably. But, uh, no, anyhow, what I was going to say for, this took a wild tangent that I would not right. have welcomed sorry, in the It took life. me about That's ten minutes to get my podcast. tiger pointed. Uh, I stayed out there. I stayed on the field during halftime because it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so I decided it's only 12 minutes in the NFL. You could have
1: stayed last week when we had all the kids, high school kids, throwing the football. <laughs> still salty about that. No, I, I needed water <laughs> I'm, I'm last week. pissed about that one. <laughs> Did you get Julian Suri at halftime today? This, this today? I looked, but I couldn't even have the other side today. <laughs> You're the
0: greatest. Hicken wants, Hicken wants Stewart and Marcel to stay on the heel at halftime and get all the stuff. I love You're it. Regard. All right, we're out of here. Uh, that's the Action Sports Chats Pylon <laughs> podcast. We'll have a Picks podcast coming up, by the way, um, later in the week. For Dan and I'm Brett Mardo. And for Stuart Weber, career earnings. We are still looking up <laughs> Have a good week.